0: It's the TiltCast, episode 421, Kyle is Karen. Yeah, And this week, guys, we talk more Final
1: Fantasy XIV, Fallout 76, XCOM Chimera Squad, and new games, Industries of Titan, and Surviving the Aftermath.
0: Stay tuned. Oh, look at all those babies.
2: It's all, uh, they crawl.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's that's uh two virtual cans and one real can opening here right. on the tilt cast. After right. an hour and seventeen minutes of technical difficulty, we are finally live. It is now oh. five uh, May sixteenth at nine seventeen p.m. in the year of our Corona Lord.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the year of the Corona. It's just, we'll just go with that. You're the Corona.
0: You're lord. the Corona Lord.
2: Uh, corona. We're lord. back.
0: Um, just to get introductions out of the way, I'm Nas.
2: I'm Rusty.
1: I'm Jason.
0: And you're, this is an M-rated show, so just be aware that we're going to curse a little bit. Um, on top uh, of that, you're going to get about 30 minutes of bullshit. Some games bullshit. and some news. Um, we've been... Not recording for this is now the second week of we skipped a week. That's what I'm trying to say. Not articulating well, but we skipped a week. We have been testing a blute, a uh, regular microphone that crapped out, and then for about 30 minutes we were testing a rift. We, we couldn't get the background music to stop. <laughs> so if you follow us on Twitter, which twitter.com/chillcast, uh, is it it's the real chillcast, right? Jason, you always do the bumper. No.
1: YouTube is the real TiltCast.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Yeah. Uh, you can see a picture of Rusty and me uh, exercising my chins and Jason and his goofy uh, gamer glasses um, as we were working through technical difficulties. Uh, yeah, fun times. Yeah. But, yeah, we are back, and holy shit, um, it is good to see you guys. I've been missing you all's virtual contact at the very least. Oh, it's Here's a virtual hug. It is, and honestly, <laughs> this is the one bright moment in my day to day. I know that sounds super fucking cheesy. This has been a week of ups and downs. Um, Jessica just left yesterday, so I had to say goodbye. She went back to uh, Florida, Florida. So really bummed today, and I really had to man, I had very low motivation. I had to work today. It was pretty low motivation. I had to deal with a lot of random bullshit. Um, And it's my Friday, even though it's Saturday. It's also another weird day for us to record. We don't usually record on Saturday. Uh, yeah. Yep. But yeah, like, even got to the point where I just wanted a nap. So literally before Jason said he was on his way home, I went to bed for like 40 minutes to try to shake this off. But um feeling okay. a little better. I,
2: I rolled out of bed to do this shit and everything fucking crapped out on me, so yay.
0: So uh, I know that, I, you know, pandemic notwithstanding, you guys have been doing something over the last couple of weeks. Uh boy. Am you I think right it? or no?
1: <laughs> so, so I have a great story. Um
0: last week
1: um I made a uh, cake for Crystal for Mother's Day right that
0: was nice of you
1: Uh and uh, I mean when I say I made a cake I made a double fudge cake with fudge icing and uh, you know line this out with cream cheese icing and you know like put Happy Mother's Day on it with cream cheese icing, right?
0: Not bad, Jason. Not a lot of men can do any of that kind of shit. I am not a person that can bake worth a damn. I
1: can uh, bake brownies.
0: Yeah, I can bake weed brownies. That's about it. I
2: didn't say say any such thing. I just said brownies.
0: That was the only thing I was good at baking in high school. I figured out the perfect recipe. Anyways, go ahead, Jason. I think every pothead learns how to make brownies. Um, so on the butter,
1: totally. Is. So I, uh, I made this cake, and the next day, so this last, this past Monday, Crystal has has it out on the table. She's getting ready to make herself a slice. Ooh. Keep in mind, out of this cake, and this cake was made in a, uh. In a uh, six inch by twelve inch baker, All right. so and there was only one slice out of it from the night before because we had a
2: really long day. Oh, I'm hearing the tragedy coming along.
1: She has it out on the table and has to go chase down Titan for something. Oh no, and in that time span, oh the cake disappears. Ooh! So she calls me at work and says, "Hey, would you pull up the camera and see, uh, see who got the t- cake? Was it Titan or the dog?" Uh oh! All I... of 15, in all of fifteen seconds, that damn pit bull <laughs> downed that entire cake. Oh shit!
0: How is he feeling?
1: So he's all right.
0: Yeah, when I spied
1: that. When I spied that on the camera, uh, about 30 minutes had passed since he downed it. So she, uh, under my instruction, immediately went and shoved 30 milliliters of hydrogen peroxide down his throat. Uh, and he proceeded to throw up for the next hour and a half.
0: Yeah, but you probably if your dog wouldn't have been ass. really yeah. sick, you might have saved his life. Um Remember I had to do that for, I had to do I had to rub peroxide on Zoe's gums and walk her all over the place last year when she ate that cake.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She she put she you know, the the little uh uh, droppers they give you for kids are like 10 milliliters, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She filled that fucker three times and shoved it down his throat.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it starts foaming and they start throwing up. Until he started throwing up.
1: Um, nice. And, I mean, when I say he threw up, he threw up chunks of this cake.
2: Well, he wolfed it down in 30 seconds. What do you expect? <laughs>
0: How much chocolate um, how much how much pure cocoa did you put in that?
1: Oh, dude, this was the box stuff, so I don't even I, I have no idea how much cocoa was in it. It's I would imagine a good amount. A it was Duncan amount. Hines.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, that's that's you,
0: plenty of plenty enough to make him super sick or croak. Yeah. I
1: mean, there was enough chocolate just in the frosting
2: doesn't take much. Holy shit. Um,
1: So, he didn't trust her or anyone else in the house enough that it took him until the next morning before he would drink water. (laughs) Because, you know, that was also a clear liquid, (laughs) just like the hydrogen peroxide she shoved down his throat.
2: Well,
0: at least he's a happy dog now. I mean, I've got dog stories, too. (laughs) Uh, It's another story of tragedy. Oh, no. So, you know, Lola Pants over here. I love Lola a lot. Right. But she is needy as hell. As evidenced by the fact that you haven't killed her yet. Yep. Yep. And you guys will probably have will recommend that I kill her at this point. Oh boy! Uh, so Lola, I uh, I've got a routine, and the routine is I got to run her out of energy. So I take her on a walk, right? Got to give her, and then I've got to give her like uh, Kongs to kind of keep her busy while I go grocery shopping. And I don't go grocery shopping all the time, right? And for right now, the kiddo's been with her mom since my mom was in town, so there was nobody to help me out. And it is kind of expensive to go pick up all your groceries at one place. So I decided I'm going to spend about two hours grocery shopping. Um, no, this wasn't in the grocery shopping shop. This was actually on a me going to see Jessa for a while. That, I got my details wrong. Anyways, doesn't matter. I haven't been leaving the house a lot. And so I was trying to be really, really nice for Jessa on Mother's Day. You know, kiddo made her breakfast, did all those things. I, what the fuck did I do? Uh, so I didn't make her breakfast, but I went ahead and I bought her Tiamo's, which is an Italian restaurant here in town, uh, takeout and brought that to her. And then I took pictures of a bunch of like coupons or whatever for things that we can do and sent them to her phone so that she should send me a picture when she wanted something. Right.
2: Because frugal. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, Tiano's is not frugal. (laughs) Um, But anyways, so I thought that was pretty nice. Anyways, I was gone for about four hours, and I was gone at a non-standard time of day. Like, you know, for a while, I was going to work, coming back, going to work, right? And Lola would mostly be okay. Well, that morning, um, I was in a rush because I went to my mom's house to make my mom breakfast, and... I didn't fully dog-proof the house. I was really tired. I left my house at 6.45 in the morning. And I got back, hung out with the dog for a couple hours, and went to go see Jessa um, and get, you know, pamper her a little bit. Dog has not seen me most of the day. I had one of the drawers in my entertainment center cracked open. Um, Lola Pants here opened that drawer. And this was the worst drawer to leave open. Oh, no. Cause can you guys guess what was in that drawer?
2: Uh uh I'm going to
1: assume it it wasn't your mixed reality headset, was it?
0: Um in fact it was. Oh Uh, shit. Lola ate my virtual reality rig. Like the whole like the top of it, the the only thing left are the lenses. Um she didn't eat the cables, but she ate the whole housing around it, in a panic, all of it. Holy shit! It was cracked. It was cracked, maybe a quarter of an inch. But she opened the whole drawer, pulled everything out. She ate the whole case to the division. The game's still fine. Ate the whole case to Sekiro. The game's still fine. Ate the whole case to Fallout. The cases. The game's still fine. Um, ate the whole case to um Neo. Uh, the game's still fine. Ah but ate my mixed reality headset <laughs> and so i have no means of virtual reality and no money to replace it right now oh um, boy it'll probably be about a year before i can replace it honestly
2: well i would offer the uh the rift if i decide to upgrade to an index but well you think cables are a bad problem now <laughs>
0: The nice thing about the mixed reality is I could store everything in that drawer.
2: Exactly. The problem with the with the rift is that there is no wireless option. You know, I've got fucking wires everywhere.
0: Yeah. So yeah,
1: he does. I helped him run that shit.
2: So and yeah. Was, Lola eight
0: VR. My God. I, wow. I'm surprised I didn't lose my shit. I was actually I was very calm when I got home. I was just like, what did you do? What, why did you, why, why? Why? And she was so excited. Like, she ran and she jumped up in my arms when I got home. And so I'm holding her as I'm walking over to inspect to see if she did anything. And then I see the drawer open, and then I see the, the VR headset in the hallway. And I see the lenses connected to wires. <laughs> God. How
1: did you not strangle the dog right then?
0: Because I have an incredible sense of self-control. And I realized I, at that point, I looked at her, I put her down, and I looked and I pointed and I was like no! And then I pointed at her and then I looked at it again and I was like no! And then she just looked at me and then tri- she looked apologetic and jumped up in my arms again and I was just like I love you too but I
2: But I missed you. This- I love you a lot,
0: but holy shit, man.
1: Oh my god. This will sound horrible, but um, I would have a hard time not strangling a child.
2: (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Like... This is the reason why I have neither one. Children or pets that could freaking sit here and chew on my shit. I mean... Yeah. yeah. She, Neither yeah. one.
0: I mean, she curls up next to my feet when I work, you know. She sleeps right next to me like a baby. You know. She's my little she's my little friend.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A little friend that just ate like three hundred dollars worth of freaking well you with, know, mixed reality.
0: With quarantine, I tried to look up this I was like, maybe I can find a deal. That thing's about a year and a half old. Uh, right now it's five hundred bucks on Amazon. I was like, fuck oh. me.
1: Jesus, you can buy a refurbished rift for two ninety nine.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about an I was thinking about actually a, a Vive. But I don't I wanna be cautious with my money right now. I don't want to spend a lot of money. And it's been hard um with spending money on games that fortunately there isn't a lot out, so I've kept that budget to a, a minimum. Yeah. But, you know, I've been pretty okay saving for this wedding we'll figure out when that happens but that's that's the real reason, right? I'm saving money for that, and if I drop $500 in VR when I'm saving for a wedding I mean, Jess will say, it's your money do what you want, but that just sets me back like another month.
2: Right uh, I mean, that and when was the last time you actually used it?
0: I haven't for a since I've had the puppy though um,
2: That That's the thing
0: it you she's know, she's probably at a point right now I could actually use it and I was thinking about using it and then just that happened and I was like no no
2: she she read your mind sir she read your mind and said
0: uh, no
2: you're not going to you're going to you're you're all mine and that's it yeah i no. uh,
0: right now she uh, is right next to my foot getting scratched mhm yeah okay she knows i'm talking about her but yeah, now, I I, I, I could have lost my shit. I didn't lose my shit. Um,
2: you you are a greater man than I because I could and, not keep that shit. I wouldn't be able to keep that shit at all. I'm. That I guarantee that you that doesn't mean that I
0: didn't drink a whole bunch afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just, just saying. I mean, you know, the outlet has to go somewhere. It doesn't mean that I was wasn't completely fucking savage on the game that I was playing afterwards. Um yeah. You know. Uh but yeah. So that's uh that's what's been going on um with me. Rusty, do you have anything random that's happened fucking, recently?
2: Fucking random. Okay. So <laughs> So uh, on the on the topic of pets, I uh I I, uh, had a nightmare, uh, just <laughs> recently, actually, uh, that this whole fucking pandemic went full on, like zombie apocalypse. Right. Right. And, 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 we were forced to stay in lockdown the entire, for like an entire, like five year span.
0: Okay. That would be so, fucked up.
2: So, and, and by lockdown, I mean, Food is delivered to your door and you are not able to leave. Um, and I had this vision of me with Apache ass fucking beard and me writing a journal like day 756. I found a friend today. I named him Kyle. He is a <laughs> spider in the corner. I'm arachnophobic. And then day, you know, day 800, I found out Kyle is actually Karen. And now I have a hundred more friends. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Your arachnophobia was on full tilt.
1: Uh, (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's amazing.
2: Uh, So I'm just... My mind is all fucked up from this whole fucking situation, and this this is the kind of randomness that happens in my brain. So, <laughs> I'm like, I woke up and I'm like, I'm I'm intensely arachnophobic. We know. So anytime I have,
0: like, I remember any- that one time there was a spider that was like spider manning down from the from the entryway and almost hit you on the top of the head, and you lost your shit. Just- it's probably like a fucking wolf spider
2: it fuck i don't care what it is it's got eight legs it dies it
0: it wasn't like an orb weaver which also isn't dangerous but looks intensely more scary or something like you know black widow or fiddleback it was just a little just a little guy it doesn't matter probably like with legs thumbnail sized
2: right but still no no and no uh so me having any sort of dream that includes a uh, a spider automatically becomes a nightmare uh yeah. and the the weirdness of this was uh, i was like i used in my dream kyle and karen <laughs> so
0: i'm just i'm just a little bit myth that so everybody dreams a little bit differently right but for me, I can't ever read what I'm writing, which is how I know I'm in a dream, and I can't do numbers in dreams. And you did both. I,
2: <laughs> I I yes, I can't write in the real world. I mean, I I sit down and it takes me about ten times longer to write anything than anybody else like doing a journal would require the last half of my day. Uh, just to give you you know, some perspective so me dreaming that I was writing a journal
0: was already uh, part of a nightmare
2: right <laughs> and yeah and the fact that yeah it was it was spider centric it just it went fucking off the rails I woke up and I'm like and you just wake up and be like that was fucking weird that's the first words you say after you wake up is that was fucking weird
0: yeah uh, the only recent nightmare i had is when i was napping before this and I, for some reason i thought the door was open and i had to go chase the dog and so that generated enough uh alertness for me to go wake up and jump out of bed and go check on the door real quick to make sure she didn't run out
2: but that's that's kind of rooted in reality that's your that's your subconscious going did I close the door, you know, or did I turn the oven off or something like that? Right.
0: Yeah. I've done that. I broke a plate uh, several months ago because I put a plate on one of the burners that was on low. Uh, Didn't think about it. And then the plate just like blows up and I was like, what the,
2: Oh, I've done the same thing with the fucking Pyrex dish. And I'll tell you, it just, Pyrex shatters into small little pieces. Yeah.
0: It's like tempered glass
2: so yeah don't do that um but yeah that was just the the random thing that happened very recently to me i mean outside of that it's been it's been real boring like how do you guys survive like this this whole this whole fucking thing with the uh uh, with the coronavirus happening, and the uh, i oh, I said the name um but the the whole pandemic thing is you know gone uh gone out of proportion, really, and we're not really gonna get into it, honestly, everybody's fucking dealing with it but uh, but the reality is is if I don't have to go out, I don't go out, which then means right. I spend a lot of time doing things like play mmos <laughs> and you know and, and doing that so i mean how i mean you guys have it a little bit different well you do jason at least uh cuz you have a household of people to deal with uh i mean live with uh i don't i have Kyle or Karen in the corner and that's about it. (laughs) But uh, uh, so I've been trying to get some form of social interaction going at all uh, especially over the last week because we didn't record last week. Um, And it's been pretty fucking hard. Like I'm playing an MMO but I'm 100% alone while playing that fucking game. I don't have any friends that play uh, Final Fantasy XIV at all uh, at my time, you know. So, it's, it, it's rough because, uh, sure, I talk to people in the game, but I don't have, like, a guild or fucking free company or anything like that that is active uh, to talk right. to. So I've been hanging out in the uh the newbie mentor chat in that game. You know, like when you first start the game, you can get in you know invited to a mentor chat uh that's supposed to help new players with questions. So when I came back from you know when I came back from not playing the game, I got invited to this, this newbie mentor chat. And of course it was helpful when I got back into it, but after a while it kicks you out, says you're no longer a returner. You, you no longer require, require the Novus network as it's called. Uh, And I spent some time working towards getting to a mentor state where I was, I, I maxed out my crafters basically. And I could get back into the mentor chat just so that I have somebody to talk to. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: that, that is pretty bad.
2: <laughs> uh, so, I mean, if you, if you, play final fantasy 14 hit me up because i'm bored <laughs> I know. i'm not wow. i'm not bored i'm alone which really sucks especially uh, especially in a game that really kind of thrives on working with other people so
0: right. i ended up finally uh getting rid of my quarantine hair
2: oh uh, cor- yeah oh yeah oh yeah you did Yeah, I uh,
0: made an appointment with the person who cuts hair around here that cuts my hair and has for like 10 years, and she was in like plastic garb with plastic gloves and a mask and, you know, just cut everything off. I cut, you know, I didn't, I got an actual haircut, but I'm feeling pretty all right about it.
2: Cutting hair in a bubble basically
0: but hey you know i, ended step, up tip, I tipped her like 10 bucks
2: <laughs> stepped step into the sanitation booth we will make sure that you are purged
0: yeah <laughs> it was well worth it i um oh i imagine it was man it just feels so much different like i had a i have a before and after picture that i i took of myself just doing it i didn't really want to uh well, wherever you stand with the cut hair thing, right? Like, they were taking all the protective measures, and I was taking my life in my hands, but... Um, that was my prerogative, and for me, at this point, my hair was hurting. Like, I don't know, Rusty, you wouldn't know, because you don't have enough to ever understand I, this. Fuck you! But when it gets to a certain length, it gets tangled, and my beard was getting to a certain length where it was tangled, and I can't see well enough with my glasses to trim it appropriately... So I wanted somebody to just, like, take everything, to, like, peel my head like an onion. And that's what she did. <laughs> Do you have layers? <laughs> I mean, yeah. But, like, very short, like, finger length, which uh, okay. it it, like, took about 15 or 20% off the top of my head. Like, there was so much hair, and I look so much younger now. It felt uh. so good. Yeah, I keep seeing your swords there, Jason.
2: Uh I, yes. He's very silently showing off his uh his his katana and wakisashi.
0: I thought he was showing us a taco uh, or something originally.
1: Uh huh. I'm uh I'm contemplating stabbing a cat.
2: Uh, <laughs> Is it actually sharp? No, those are probably not. Is
0: it actually sharp or is it just a replica?
1: Yes, they are actually sharpened four forty steel.
2: We don't we shouldn't
1: We should him hide that from with, the kids. <laughs> we shouldn't let him play uh, with they're those. they're actually fairly securely put away. Um but the the cat
2: shit in the bedroom and that's all I can smell right now. Oh that sucks. Ah. Another reason why I like not having any pets. Hey,
0: Rusty, I'll tell you what. The one thing this the one thing that's been nice about having animals is I don't get completely lonely, right? Especially the kid being gone right now. She's gonna be going with her mom back to Florida for a while and spend some quality time with her. Um, this house is really fucking empty right now, and it is nice to have the uh, the dog. To keep me company. Both dogs. What? There's nobody here. Yeah, that kind And there sucks. hasn't been. It kind of sucks. It's life-changing so, once you have an animal or a person in the house.
2: It's it's really... I, I All I need is somebody to talk to every so often. I don't necessarily need constant contact.
0: The only shitty thing is you feel guilty if you masturbate because... You don't want the dogs to see you.
2: <laughs> I mean, you just let the dogs outside. Another reason why I have no problem I mean, being alone.
1: That's only uh that that that's only a problem if you don't lock your door.
0: Oh, uh, if I shut the door, this dog is putting her her toes underneath the door and whining and being crazy. What are you doing? What you doing? When Jess is over. The dogs go out multiple times. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's time to go outside. It's time to go outside and play again. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. It's.
2: I, I just need to have some, you know, some form of like. <clears throat> Every so often, I'll talk, but for the most part. I'm fine with being totally silent and just being by myself. You know, I thought about having a dog or a cat or something like that. And a, I live in an apartment. B, I work 12 hour nights. I work nights, which is you also can a, have thing. a vampire
0: dog. They adjust I, to your schedule.
2: I know they adjust to adjust to your schedule and everything, but I, I don't think I could, if I had to work 12 hours straight, I don't think it would be fair to the dog. I mean I don't get a, always get, get it, an option to come home for lunch. Yeah,
0: so I mean, you get like a, a housebroken rescue senior dog that's cool with sleeping most of the day.
2: Yeah. I mean yep. it's a possibility, but, like, but I also kinda like puppies, so Yeah, puppies
0: <laughs> pieces are a lot of Lola, especially being a deaf dog, is a lot of work. Right. Lola's been yeah. the most challenging work that I've ever done. I'm not doing a great job. I'm just she just knows I love her and I suck at training her.
2: Yeah. Well, you have the additional um challenge of her being deaf, but the um
0: uh, And you know, I mean, separation anxiety and deaf. Yeah, right. hand attached to me at the hip with literally everything. I mean, she's over here. She's awake. She's over here chewing on her little Kong. I had to step away for a second because she was running through the house. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, she slept most of the day, and then I'm back in this room again.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I I've been... I've looked into, you know, a couple different options, but I probably, and I already told myself, I'm probably not going to have any kind of pet until I get a house.
0: Yeah. Once you get a house, that helps a lot.
2: I mean, if I can get a house and, you know, have, I'd probably have some form of like high tech solution to let the dog out. Like I would, I would have the electronic door that you can access remotely train the dog to go out when the, you know, when an alarm goes off or something like that and the dog doggy door like unlocks, I would have something like that. I would over-engineer it because that's the way I am. Um <laughs> But it'd be cool. Yeah. right? Oh uh, yeah. Wouldn't so wouldn't all- you like to be able to let your dog out from, you know, wherever
0: in the world? Um, it'd be helpful. It's just getting her back in because once you, she- so, Lola digs, and so I like to be here to monitor what's going on. Like, I live right, you know, adjacent to a, a semi-busy street. Not the neighborhood street. Oh, yeah, the,
1: I mean, but the, the thru- street, the actual road
0: is right behind your fence. It uh-huh. is, and the speed limit's 50, and there's a couple of jackasses in my neighborhood. One has you know, like a Camaro, an old Camaro. It sounds great, except that he drag races the fucker down there randomly. I don't know how fast he gets that fucker up to. Um, But it sounds like he's screaming like he spins the tires at the stop sign, which is half a block from my house, and gets it like as fast as he can go in that mile, because there's literally no cops that sit on this road. And then there's somebody that has, you know, a ninja or something like that, right? Like a a uh, you know, high pitched, you know, super high cycle bike. Crotch rocket. Crotch rocket. And that thing that guy spins the tires and probably gets going like ninety or hundred miles an hour down that little strip of road. Um, and then just hauls ass. And if she got out there and got hit, I don't know what I'd do. You yeah, would, that's
2: You would go full fucking like John Wick on people, I'm sure. Uh that's uh
1: that is the reason why it sucks to live on either side of that particular park. Cause there's like nothing, there is nothing directly North or South of that park that the cops care about. So they don't sit there.
2: Yeah, that is correct. I'm just calling a tip randomly. Um, but yeah, uh, well, you'd probably uh, yeah. go John wick. I'm sure. Um, yeah, I'.
0: I thought about what would happen if that happened. If somebody hit my dog for because they wanted to, you know, fuck around.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It wouldn't you be see,
2: pretty. Hey, you see red and then you see black.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh it's like speaking to my neighbors, right? With all this shit going on, like they've been having house parties non-stop. And I think me and the other neighbors have finally gotten sick of it. So, an It's a really, really old lady, and I guess her son that was taking care of her moved out of the house that was right next to me. And then the new owner's rent, I I assume it's renting because there's four people that, four really young adults that live there. And amidst all of this, they've been having a house party every other night. Well, I think the neighbor across the street and myself and the other neighbor have finally gotten sick of it because... I keep seeing cops there, and I've only called the cops on them once because it was 2 a.m., it was a work night, and I had to work, and they were having a pool party in the backyard. And I was fucking sick of it. Um, but mm. since then, um, the cops have been out here like five more times. So I think, obviously, it's Jesus. not me, but people are filing noise complaints and saying, you know, cut it the fuck out. Like, seriously.
2: Right. Hey. You picked the wrong fucking street to have a frat. (laughs) That's what it feels. It feels
0: like the frat house that I lived by when I was in college. Like, it's that much activity. And they haven't, they've been home all day. Well, I mean, the two cars that are there have been there, especially since I've been at home. But before that, you know, I was coming home at lunch. Cars are still there. So unless they work like graveyards, like they don't work. And I don't know what you do if you don't like I guess you can work from home. Maybe they do. I don't know, but you know the house rent around here is probably like twelve or thirteen hundred bucks. So I don't know. I don't know what the fuck you do to make that enough money for that and live at home. Um, Unless you're doing what I do, they're streamers. (laughs) Maybe they're they're Twitch streamers. I mean, my internet (laughs) has my internet has. Has randomly died while I'm working multiple times in the last. Like I paid for the fucking good shit, and my internet has been fucking up, and it oh. hasn't been since. It's been since I've had. It's very uh, Mister Wilson of me, but it's been since I've had multiple twenty somethings over at the house next door.
2: Huh. Wow. You You are definitely you. Definitely turning into a Mister Wilson. That's That's fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, I was, you old, I was getting to the point bastard. where I was going to start throwing like garden snakes across the, over the fence.
1: <laughs> well, I would say uh Smoke part bombs, of that's bombs. just infrastructure load too cuz we've had a, since all of this started and uh people been staying at home more and kids are doing school from home, etc. Uh we've had more issues with with our internet. Not like going completely out, but slowing way
0: down certain yeah, certain paying, parts of the day. I'm paying for that fucking gigablast shit, and I know VPN is def. you know, I'm using essentially my company's internet, but mm-hmm. regardless, my connection should be free and fucking clear, and my connection drops two or three times a week at this point. Like, completely drops out. And that's it's so, I will say the company I don't work for, Cox, right? Um has been fucking bullshit for a lot of my employees. Like, they're like, yep, Cox is down again. It's like, I believe it. And they send me the text with the picture of, and it'll be restored in four or five hours. (laughs) Just like Jesus. Like we can't pay them if they're not working. Like, you know, they they don't count them as absent, but I I can't pay them either because they're not doing anything. So like people are missing like four and five, sometimes 10 hours on a check because Cox went down two or three times.
2: That sucks. That's I don't I don't get that option. I mean, if my if my home internet goes down, the only other I have to uh tether my phone. Uh I don't have an option of being unavailable for you know, five, six, seven hours at a day. Uh but I do also don't have the same problem. Working at night, even with infrastructure loads, I don't have an issue because there's less people, uh, on at night. So I have, uh, I I don't have random dropouts. I don't also, I also don't pay for that extra gigablast. I just have a standard high speed internet connection and it does me just fine. And I don't mind waiting an extra few seconds, uh, for something to download. Um, and, uh, Yeah, I haven't had any problems, so maybe it's just that service. But, again... It could
1: also just be Justin's neighborhood, too. Yeah, Probably, I guarantee you, there's a whole lot more full families around Justin who are using that internet during the times Justin is working.
2: I live in an apartment complex. The amount of people on these networks is greater than what he would have in a, uh, you know, in a neighborhood node. I'm right, sure,
1: but those, the vast majority of those people aren't active when you are.
2: That's correct. I I live at night, so uh, when even I turn on his sunglasses at night, I do. Uh, so when I turn on my webwubs and I shake the walls, I'm sure that they're just fucking thrilled <laughs> just fucking thrilled but hey I mean I get to have my music too if you can call Wobob's music
0: my dog is stuck in her blanket <laughs> she's you know I buy, I buy those cheap like $2 Walmart blankets for her because I know she's going to chew them and she's created so many holes that she keeps making little head holes for herself and popping her head out. Oops. And uh, she can't itch herself because she's got her head to, <laughs> like, readjust her, get her back under her little blanket. It's kind of funny.
2: Oh, um, my gosh.
0: So I gotta want to move on. I think we've spent enough time on this section. Um, yeah. I'm going to start with Jason. Jason, oh it's been two weeks. In two weeks, have you done anything game related at all?
1: Um, for the most part, uh, really just uh, still playing uh, Batman: Enemy Within. I keep um, I keep getting interrupted as I'm trying to play chapters, so I end up uh, uh, restarting them because I miss a question completely or something. Um, yeah. So having that,
2: timed responses
1: yeah so that's been a thing um and then i kind of hit a funk so just i went through i went through a little bit of an adventure for this um i started uh start playing sims again just for the mindless building entertainment.
0: Um, yeah, I keep seeing you on The Sims.
1: That, that's really all I do is I'll get in there, like build lot after lot after lot, um, and not even playing with any actual Sims um, and just modding the crap out of shit. Um, but as I was doing this, uh my surface started doing a uh nice weird little thing where the screen would vibrate vertically. the picture would vibrate vertically
0: uh- oh
1: uh after a certain amount of time uh so did a little bit of research on it and it was there are one there are two different causes one's a one's a hardware issue the uh uh basically the or I'm sorry three possible causes a hardware issue that some of these service pro 4s start developing where they heat up enough and it loosens one of the connections from the screen to the board and it starts vibrating
2: nice or
1: a driver issue. Some people have had with the last few Windows updates,
2: which there's um, so many of them. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, or three. There's just a C- CPU load issue. So apparently, uh, you know, you get a certain amount of programs and installed on the damn machine, and it starts running enough background processes it'll it'll CPU load enough that it causes the screen drivers to start malfunctioning. Nice. So I went, um, so I went through a process of, uh, figuring this was the hardware issue cause I didn't have very many visible background processes running. Um, I was like, okay, so I'm going to um, uninstall this from my Surface, install it on desktop, and just remote play the desktop from uh, using Steam. Right. Should should help. Um, No, it still did it after about 30 minutes of streaming the game from Steam. Huh. So, uh, and my surface was getting really hot, like almost couldn't touch it hot. That's no bueno. Um, No bueno at all. Um, So I went on a little bit of a quest. That quest was, how else can I remote play this? I seek the grail. I seek the grail. (laughs) I discovered that uh, sometime last year, Uh, I believe it was in the fall. Uh, Microsoft released an updated... uh, uh, Remote screen uh, app to the Xbox One. That allows you to use Miracast to your Xbox One. Okay. Believe it or not, that runs just as smooth... As the Steam client. Interesting. Uh, Sweet. But I had a little problem. Mm Mm-hmm. My PC does not have have Wi-Fi, as you well know, Rusty.
0: Yep. Neither does mine.
1: So we had one of those old Netgear chits. Mm Mm-hmm. From an old laptop when the Wi-Fi card died in it,
0: mm-hmm. so you plug that old into Wi-Fi the damn PC,
1: and I just bridged that to the Ethernet connection because obviously a a chit that's like six years old's not fully compatible with Miracast. However, all it needs is the discovery, and then the. And then the app chooses the best connection data connection ah. on the network. Gotcha. So I just bridge that to the ethernet on. I went, um, but then I started having issues with, uh, uh, the desktop, not wanting to maintain the connection. So Sorry. I went, so I ended up completely reinstalling both machines.
2: <laughs>
1: Sounds fun. Yeah. Oh. But hey, that meant I actually did the Windows 10 Pro upgrade on the desktop which I hadn't done yet. Okay. Since I since I, you know, bought all those copies last year. Yeah. Um and since then both have actually worked flawlessly. The surface isn't even heating up now.
2: You probably had something,
0: something running in correct.
1: the
2: background that was just chewing through your uh, your resources.
1: Yeah, the problem was I couldn't find what it was.
0: That's yeah. why you don't go to weird uh, porn
1: sites. That's
0: exactly what All I was right? going to say. Um,
1: so... Uh, aside from the couple days I spent dicking with that really I've just either been on Sims or or on Batman trying to trying to finish that because I re- I really want to finish it uh, I just end up you know each uh, uh, I have yet I have only gotten through one chapter completely in inter- a one chapter of an episode completely in uninterrupted
2: that's crazy
1: <laughs> so uh, um, so I'm still slogging through that I'm in the I'm almost finished with episode two
2: I think I completed that entire thing in one sitting that's crazy <laughs> I
1: mean I typically would too but on top of uh, uh, on top of everything of course the the kids schedules are all kind of messed up because right. you know, they're not going to school, etc. So they're staying up later and, um, kind of all up in your face all the time. So
2: that's true. That's true. You do have to deal with that. I keep forgetting that people have other people to rely on that rely on. Them. I don't have that problem.
1: Yeah. So, um, plus, uh, uh, since crystal uh, crystal shop opened back up since we last recorded,
2: ah uh, yeah, that's right. So you end so, up
1: with um, even more. I end up with the kids uh, on the on the weekend. Um, so that's less game time. But the store opening up did get me one thing. Give me just a
2: second. oh, he's got a thing for show and tell. uh Oh. <laughs> He's got a show and tell thing that's great uh, as he
1: digs around I have a show and tell thing because it's gonna make you jealous
2: oh is that so what do you got oh you fucker you got an elite controller he's got a fucking Xbox elite controller and, and that is is that the version one or the version two? Um, I
1: believe it's the version one.
0: Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. Like the it's box still a dollars used. <laughs> I
1: mean, it's uh, got the micro USB plug, so it's not the newest one.
2: Okay. So, I mean, it's still an elite controller. The only things that was, uh, wasn't that great about the original elite controller. Yeah. That's the, that's the first version, um, is the, uh, the rubberized grips, uh, the grips on the controller itself will sometimes separate from the, uh, from the hard plastic. So if you run into that problem, you end up having to get like a, uh, a, like a grip wrap, you can buy them aftermarket and just kind of, you know, those like silicone grips that you can get for, uh, for controllers. You can re grip the controller if that's the case. Um, but
1: I will say this, the, uh, um, the performance is great. It is actually a lot better uh especially response wise on the sticks than your standard controller
0: <laughs> I rusty dark.
1: turning his lights off um and you know I have really enjoyed having the paddles um I also really like the uh don't know if you can see it really well, but the rounded thumbstick option instead of the standard ones. I actually prefer that. Um, everything on the damn controller is magnetic, so there's no clips for the yeah. interchangeable parts.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. It it's extremely well built. I I have loved it every second of it. Uh, especially the hair trigger uh, uh, selector, right? So you can shorten the the distance the trigger buttons need to go, right? Uh, that's that's probably the main thing. Um, playing Call of Duty, it made that shooting reaction a lot faster.
2: Yeah, I could see that. The and that's kind of the the whole. Point of the elite controller. I was looking to get one of the elite controllers because it does have a lot of uh, a, a lot of extra things you can do with it. Uh, those paddles mm-hmm. really give you the option to uh, to map different controls uh, or even uh, do things that the games may not have mapped, so that you can uh, you have easier access to them. I was looking at it from an MMO standpoint because you could play Final Fantasy 14 with a controller uh, yep. and having extra keys essentially on a controller would mean that you have either another modifier key that you can use so that you can do like a control one or control F1 or control F2 or, you know, things like that that gives you a lot more options to be able to uh, to map more to your controller and final fantasy does play fairly well with a controller. So final fantasy 14 does. I've been so
0: finding myself like with getting mouse shoulder a lot, you know, I work a lot with a mouse and keyboard and yeah, I have mouse elbow. And so, my shoulder gets really tired, and, like, I switch all day, now that I'm working at home a lot, between a vertical mouse and a regular mouse all day, and then gaming on PC after I've been working all day is sometimes very difficult, and I will see if there's an option for me to do something on controller, just mm -hmm. for that reason, to give me a different range of motion with my arm, so that my hand isn't fucking, like, numb as shit.
2: Well, for... Uh, for MMOs, when you're spamming buttons a lot on the controller, my, it's not my mouse hand that ends up getting tired. It's it's my left hand that is constantly flittering across all the freaking, you know, yeah, you know, key options. And of course, having modifier keys means that I have to keep my pinky key on control and be able to stretch my fingers all over the place. Um, and it's not very comfortable, but uh, having, you know, having those spammy style, uh, uh, classes that you can play, uh, on a controller is way more comfortable in the long run. Like playing for a long session, uh, cause you know, hitting those buttons is very simple.
0: Um, All right. Yeah. I've been and- playing, playing a lot of a strategy game that allows me to use a controller and because it can pause, you know, while I do things, mm-hmm. it's a little bit slower for me to use a controller, but I've been opting for it because I can, you know, not use my mouse hand yet again and fucking kill my hand. Like, yeah, right. I'm purposely not well, touching I'm... anything with my hands right now because my hand needs some rest.
2: Oh, my! mine is the fact that, your arm is always in a position, right? It's normally at, you know, you're supposed to keep it as level as possible so that you're, uh, that you're not like, you're trying to work out ergonomics, right? So I make sure that everything is as ergonomic as possible throughout the day, but I work on computers all the time. So maybe not necessarily using the mouse nearly as much as you do, in your daily uh, daily work, uh, but I still work on a computer a lot. Uh, so,
0: I've literally instead said of this is it, hour almost hour eleven of sitting in this chair right now.
2: Right, and in, and uh, the only time I sit in the chair for eleven hours is when I'm playing uh, Final Fantasy. Um, the uh, my my release for uh, for that like my my fix for that. And what has helped my arms and elbow surprisingly has been Beat Saber. I've been using that to, like, regain motion in my arms. After sitting for a long period of time, having, you know, swinging my arms around like a fucking idiot, you know, does actually help. Uh, And, of course, it helps that I can turn the music up on the uh, on the rift to you know stupid and not be able to uh, not disturb my neighbors in the middle of the night so it is uh you know i've found that using vr especially now that we can't really go out to do things is uh, it, it is nice it does help it does help what, are you, what was that?
0: Yeah, it was really random. <laughs> oh.
2: What? What um, is your problem? So, he just, he just found Pornhub on VR. That's what he did.
1: <laughs> no. Um, I'm sitting here wishing I had 25 bucks right now. <sighs> For what? Um, Battletech went on sale. Oh, yeah? You can buy the Mercenary Collection for $23.
0: Did you look on Green Man? There's a a Paradox sale going on right now. You can check. Green Man might actually have a better deal. Huh. I'm going to say... Clickety-click. I've played a fair amount of game, um, and I'll bounce back and forth so I don't talk for too long. Yeah. But I was talking about playing a strategy game. Um, I played two different ones over the last couple of weeks. Um, I played more Surviving the Aftermath. They did an update for it where it was a little bit more combat heavy. So Surviving the Aftermath is a city builder game based in the apocalypse after a nuclear holocaust kind of thing. Um, very kind of Fallout themed Um, and beforehand you could send survivors out into the world map and they would do like really simplistic battles to take over territories and stuff Um, but nothing really ever happened at your base so now at your gate you can assign survivors to the gate and then you can keep a couple of the roaming survivors the ones that can go out into the world map behind and you'll get different world events where bandits will come and like ask, try to, you know threaten you with violence and to take basically pay them uh, you know, a protection fee or ask for certain materials or whatever. And sometimes you can just say, fuck you, and then they attack. And then the more you upgrade your gate, the more people you can put in there to fight them. Um, but they require ammo and stuff like that for them to be able to defend. And if that falls, then you can use your other people in reserve that are the world roam- roamers um, as backup to fight them. Um you don't really directly control much. Um you can tell them basically put a little reticle on the enemy you want them to shoot. But that's about it. But they all, have, you know, they all have their own stats, so there's rolls going on in the background that determine if you win or lose. Um but that's kind of nifty. Um the game still kind of drags a little bit in the middle, um where my only issue with it right now. And I genuinely like playing this. But, like, here's what the cycle goes like. Like, after you unlock the technologies to get things kind of a little bit stable in your base, um, the world's going to throw all sorts of, like, different events at you. So it could be a plague. It could be a meteor shower. Um, it could be um, windstorms. It could be nuclear fallout. It could be random creatures attacking your base. Um, all those events, though, like, you get to a point where you're stable enough that you can kind of survive those. Um So you basically are just waiting on your colony to be attractive enough to attract survivors to your camp so you can continue to build out because every new structure has a job. You know, you got the basic stuff, right? Like I'm building shanties right now. You start out with, like, survivor tents, and now I have shanties. By the way,
1: steam is cheaper.
0: Oh, okay. Um, So anyways... Um, yes, you can buy shanties and stuff like that and set those up around your camp. But, you know, you got, like, a lumber mill. You've got, like, um, a person who's set up to a repair shop. You've got a car repair shop. You've got, you know, a forester. You've got fishermen. You've got gatherers. You know, you've got all the... Like, all these new structures require so many people, so you have to have more people to expand. Um, But also, that comes with more needs, right? Like, you got plots of land for farms and all that other stuff that requires more people. But the slog kind of comes into play with the people that are outside the base. There's not a real good way to manipulate them. So you kind of got to, like I've got seven people that are outside my base roaming around gathering stuff and conquering territory or whatever and i got to click through every single one for every single action, even when they're returning to base. And so, about every two minutes, because I run everything at high speed because I don't have anything to slow down for right now, I'm going back and micromanaging those guys and then going back to my base to kind of figure out what I'm going to do and then just waiting on the timer or the research or whatever and then flipping back to spend two or three minutes to manage these seven people and all their little actions to go back to, like, macromanaging this town. So that loop is a little bit broken, but it's still early access and they're constantly updating it. Um, so I'm having a good time with it. What what am I missing?
1: Rusty just gifted me the freaking mercenary collection.
0: Oh, that's pretty <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, I have three hundred plus hours in that game
2: <laughs> uh, for twenty two ninety nine or something like that. That that's a steal. <laughs> that's that that's, is an absolute. It's steal. A, I mean, it's a
0: tactical granted, game crack is what it is. I mean, granted,
1: on this 770, it's not going to look great, but it's going to be fully playable.
0: Yes, it will be. And, and it's not a super pretty game to begin with anyway. And right.
2: honestly, it's it's perfect for set, uh, picking up and setting down, as Justin can fucking attest to. You so, literally
0: can save between turns. So Right. You literally can just say, all right, well, I'm going to save it, and I'm going to quit. Um, quick tip on Battletech. The save file gets pretty bloated, so every, if you're playing it real heavy, every couple of days go through and delete a few old saves. Um, it'll load faster. Right. Um, but if you're streaming it from your PC, you should be pretty okay. I don't know. If I decide to upgrade my graphics card to Rusty Upgrades 1 and I buy one off him, I can give you my seven, my 17 whatever the fuck I got. Oh. 1070.
1: yeah 1070. Uh, Your 1070 is probably doing better than his 1080 with its
0: uh, uh, weird firmware issue, clock problem. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I would hand that over to somebody because I've worked with this uh, 2080 for a while, and it seems to be pretty stable. So I I would hand that over, but it's got that it's got that uh, overclock issue, and I really. I don't know. I, I don't want to have you have to deal with that unless you want to. I mean,
0: well, I'll, you can let I mean, Jason for, deal with it if he wants to deal with it.
2: For for
1: me, I don't necessarily have uh, have the time all the time to sit there and reclock it every so often.
2: Yeah, it's it's kind of a pain in the ass. Uh, there is a workaround that you can use, but it's.
0: Can you just underclock it a little bit and at a stable clock, and not worry about it.
2: You can set, uh, you can go into the NVIDIA control panel and set debug a debug mode on, and that should set it to the standard clock for the 1080. Um,
1: but he's got the 1080 super clock, so it wants to overclock all the time.
2: Well, the debug mode seems to work. Uh, but anytime there's a NVIDIA update, you, you have to go, go back, back in there. and set that uh, to de- uh, debug mode on. Or you can download something like uh, the uh, EVGA Precision X1 uh, overclocking tool and you can set a profile for it and that should keep it at a, uh, at a decent clock, you can just kind of underpower it. And even if it updates, it'll under, uh, it'll keep it underpowered. It'll still be better than what you've got right now. Cause honestly, the video card you have barely plays anything, uh, anymore. Right. Uh, so, I mean, if you want to do that, I do plan on getting a 30, uh, uh, 3000 series later on in the year. Um, Probably not right away, uh, but uh, I do plan on getting one. I I want the TI version, uh, so I'd have to wait till like Christmas time almost to uh you know to get one. But that'll be my Christmas gift to myself. Uh, and at that point, the twenty eighty needs a home. So, <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, and I. I may, I may upgrade sometime. I'm just kind of waiting on a sale before I do any kind of upgrade. Um, I've got several games to talk about. Rusty, what are you doing in Final Fantasy Corner? Because I'm pretty sure you haven't played anything else. Am I right?
2: You're right. I haven't really played anything else. Final Fantasy has been, you know, uh, it's been the comfortable go-to, uh, you know, for me.
0: Because totally understand that right now.
2: You know, I can, there's... Like years and years worth of content that you can't get through right away. So it's something that I can chew on for a long period of time. Um, I have, uh, I, I mean, I showed you guys the character, but uh, I play in a, uh, a character race called the, the Hrothgar, which is basically, uh, the Ronso or, um, oh, what's this fucking name? It's the, it's the cat race, the big, you know, big burly. Fucking it almost cat like Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> almost. Yeah. Almost looked like a Kilrathi only way, way bigger.
0: And people our um, age and older will know what that is.
2: You're right. Uh, the, uh, the, the thing with that is it's, it's basically built to be like a tanky, you know, tanky style, uh, big burly thing. So it looked good in plate armor. Um, uh, I went the complete opposite fucking direction, and I uh, I picked up the new job class that was released with Shatterbringers called Dancer, uh, and I, uh, I I made sounds very I brilliant. made I made a very big cat boy dancer. Um, <laughs> 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 it's and it's because Horstcar only can you know only be male. There is no female variant of that race, um, which was a point of contention, you know, back when it released. Um, it means that I have a very male dancery style going on with the, uh, uh, with the character. Uh, and uh, uh, half of the end game for Final Fantasy, well, most of the end game for Final Fantasy, if you don't raid, is uh is called glamour um or uh like transmogging so you end up getting you know armor pieces and stuff that you wouldn't normally use but look good and you can apply the appearance to your current gear um which allows you to kind of mix and match uh glamour pieces uh so that you can make a look for your character uh so i i did i did something like that and he, he looks very male dancery um which is you know he's got parachute pants if that if that tells you anything um <laughs> but it's uh it's one of the things that i've been playing around with uh of course i'm once i maxed out all of my crafters it was something that i needed to you know i needed something else to do and you know and this is a combat class arranged dps class uh that you can play in final fantasy uh that gives a lot of big group buffs and does things with dancing which okay. i found odd and uh, honestly it's kind of fun i uh i'm having I'm I'm enjoying my time with you know Final Fantasy. I I am, I have to say, in the process of getting the glamour set up for my uh, for my character, I, I did spend some money.
0: <laughs> well, I still have not spent any money, and I'll talk about my MMO for a second.
2: Yeah, I, I spent a little bit of money on uh, on some of the stuff that you can you can buy on the cash shop for, uh, uh, for final fantasy. It wasn't a lot. I spent maybe uh, like 15 bucks total and considering the amount of enjoyment I'm getting out of the game. And I I don't think that that's unreasonable. Um, you know, just to have a cool look for my character. It's kind of debatable. I spent $5 on a pair
0: of gloves. Oh my god, I I earned some Adams five dollars
1: on virtual gloves you yourself can't use,
2: I, the and they have no stats.
1: That so falls into completely impractical.
2: I, it, it's it sounds like it, but I also haven't gone to QT in three weeks,
0: so <laughs> that's true.
1: I've, I mean, you do have that entire budget.
0: Right, I I spent some virtual currency as well, but it wasn't stuff that I actually spent. I spent about two dollars worth of in-game money that I earned um in Fallout seventy six on a backpack. There you go. See, but I didn't actually spend money. It was, and it has a use. So. There's, um, there's like, merit badges you can earn. So there's uh, these scout camps. They call them Tadpole and Possum Scouts. And there's, like, world achievements that you get for doing different things, and they get progressively harder. So um, I went and did all the – there's these courses that are randomly throughout the world. Like, I had to do this athletics course, and I had to find them all um, and run them in a certain amount of time. Um, I had to shoot. Uh, there was a hunting merit badge that I was working on where you had to kill a Yagwai, which is like a mutated bear, um, with a syringer, which just adds effects to it, but it does about five damage. So my other guns are doing like three and four hundred damage, and you have to kill it with the syringer, which the only modification I had, It just it's a, like a trank gun, right? But it, you load different types of darts into it. And the only dart attachment I have, because I haven't been using it, um, that I'd only... The only one I discovered enrages the beast, but they take more damage. So that's the only thing I got. And there's no, like, way of really figuring out how many hit points they have left. I'm trying to get it down low enough with my shotgun to where it's, like, at about 5%. And then hitting it with a single-shot reload bolt-action syringe gun and taking as many stim picks as I can to avoid getting mauled by this fucking Yaguay. But, so anyways, I earned a backpack. So one of the ways they help you manage weight in the game is these backpacks now. Um, so, level one backpack, you can get up to like 25 pounds of extra weight you can carry with the normal backpack. The Possum Scout one, I think, gives you 60 pounds. So once you unlock the possum skin, possum one, you can actually, there's mods you can unlock by getting these merit badges to make you have more weight. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, but you have to unlock that for any of the vanity backpack things that you can buy off the store to work. So I went through earning merit badges one day last week so that I could get enough merit badges to unlock the possum scout back, or the, uh, yeah, tadpole scout bat- backpack. So basically like the Weeblo version, right? Um, And then I've got this thing. It looks like an ice chest. A Nuka-Cola ice chest is the backpack that I earned. It looks kind of rugged. It's kind of cool. I bought it for, like I said, the equivalent of about $2 worth of real money that I earned in-game actually doing those merit badges. So, like, it paid for itself twice. It's like I spent about three hours trying to get three merit badges. Um, But in the course of doing that, I earned Adam's. And I earned the the badges to unlock the slot so that I could get the extra carry weight and since so my character's not my character's an agility stealth build, so he doesn't have a whole lot of strength, which is what you need to carry lots of shit so to me it was important to unlock the backpack so that I could carry an extra sixty pounds, which is like having an extra six strength in your in your build so right that's that was very worth it to me. Um, so yeah, I've got a, I found the, earned the Chinese stealth suit in the game, which is super handy, but super expensive to repair, but it only weighs three pounds. So I can kind of swap it in and out with my current armor. Um, I've got to basically where I'm at with the end game. So it kind of turns very, so fallout 76 turns very Diablo at the very end. So without spoiling it, um, Basically, you get to a point in the game where you figure out everything that you need to do on the survivor side of the story that was added on, which also ties into the end game. And the other side of the story, which kind of ties into the enclave, and I'll leave it at that. Um, Then after that, you're earning stuff through all the daily and event style quests to unlock bullion right now. And those quests give you treasury notes. The treasury notes you dump into a machine that gives you bullion, and the bullion unlocks better guns. So I have a gauss pistol that I unlocked with that. Um, And you can only earn so much bullion a day. So it's kind of gated. There's no way to cheese it by purchasing anything. Um, And now they're at a point with the game where they're starting this new thing. So I guess the new thing this year is the Brotherhood of Steel is going to come back. So they've got a bunch of events that are going to tie into the Brotherhood of Steel. But it's turned into that very weird Rift-based game that Diablo turned into at the end. So now I'm just a character... Like, after level 50, you're no longer earning additional special stats. You just... You open up a card pack every five levels, and then you can rebuild your cards the way that you want so you can earn new cards on every level and then start to refill stuff out. So I'm taking out some of the utility stuff and adding skills that give me more damage or... Um, you know, ability to take abuse or whatever. And then, um, or I can redistribute one special point, you know, in my build at that point. But there's no like blanket, spend money and then respect your character. So you kind of have to think about what you're doing because it's going to take you several levels to fix your character if you don't. Um, i got a pretty decent build, so I'm not too worried about it. It's I've got 15 points in agility and 13 in luck. And the other, like, three points in charisma um, and just a handful of points in perception and a handful of points in strength for the shotgun stuff. Because I have a No Country for Old Men stealth shotgun uh, that right. I use with my Chinese stealth suit that, you know, does an obscene amount of damage. But I can't use heavy guns or anything cool, and then power armor does nothing except help me in events stay durable enough to not die. Um, but at that point, I don't get any of my stealth bonus or anything. It's just... And my pistol build and my shotgun build. I'm doing my best. Um, but when I've played with Ren, the stealth build works incredibly well because he draws everything out and then I'm just stealth killing stuff around him because I'm using this tiny Chinese stealth suit, which basically is like using a stealth boy 24-7. Um, things don't even really know where you're at if you're using silenced weapons unless they're right on top of you. Um, and it does, you know, everything. I've got the stealth perks. I'm doing two and a half times normal damage, and I can crit on top of that. Um, so it's a very relaxing build, honestly, too. Yeah, just just stealth everywhere. All the time.
2: All stealth all the time. Hey, it's but, probably the way I'd play the game, uh, You know, to be honest. I, if the if the game gives you the option for stealth, I'm full it's, on there. But. It's
0: weird. I, I don't know why I didn't pick rifles, though. That's the other weird thing, right? Like, the pistol build, is very quick because I'm always regenerating bats points, but there's no point for me doing that if I'm stealthed. So True. I'm using the stealth pistols, and the stealth pistols aren't quite as deadly as the regular full on pistols.
2: Yeah, because you get a, a multiplier, right? So you want high damage for the multiplier.
0: Well, the revolvers you can't put a silencer on, or at least I haven't found any attachments for it. So my best pistol is a silenced gauss pistol, which you have to charge up to shoot. Um, mm-hmm. which does pretty damn good damage. It does almost as much as my revolver does from a stealth shot, but once I fire my revolver, everybody kind of knows my general area, because even though I'm stealth, I'm still shooting a non-silenced weapon.
1: Um, yeah. It, if you're going to play stealth, it's definitely easier with a rifle.
0: So, I'm rebuilding my character a little bit. I've got so much in agility, all i got to do is redo my cards, and I'm going to do um, automatic pistols. So I've got six levels to go to rebuild it for automatic pistols, um, which means that that'll also apply damage ticks to my pistol flamethrower that I have right now. It's a plasma gun with a flame attachment, so it's flame plasma. Um, and it shoots at a super high rate of speed. So it drains like 300 shots in about 30 seconds. Um, so that's Kind of my high damage build that I'm going to go for now. Instead of worrying about VAT so much, I'm going to go with that uh, for more of the encounters. But it'll take me like six more levels, or probably about two or three more hours of play. Um, moving on from that though, I didn't really want to mess with the quote-unquote end game or the loot grind stuff as much right now. Um, so I played a different game altogether. Um, I Epic Store's having a sale right now. And if you buy anything, they give you $10 off. So I've had something sitting on my epic wish list for a while called Industries of Titan, which is a strategy game with a kind of like a super, it looks like a super high density pixel art game, but it's not really. It's just really smooth, um, low density, not pixels, but art, I guess. It's 3D art. They're very blocky shapes, but it works. Um, anyways, I got through most of that game. Yeah, I see what you're doing there. I got through most of that game and to the point where it's another early access purchase. And so right now I don't have anything left to do. I built up my city, got it self-sustaining. And now all I'm doing is fending off raiders. But essentially the premise of that is, is that you're building on Titan, one of Jupiter's moons. And what you do in is you're building a self-sustaining city, and it has this whole, like, kind of cyberpunk aesthetic as well as kind of a, uh evil corporation aesthetic. Like, you get citizens, and to get money, you put them in these ad booths so that they can watch ads and generate revenue for you. And then once you need workers, you convince citizens, you convert citizens over to workers. Uh, but it so far, it doesn't really have a real good way of telling you who's doing what so it's kind of hard to manage what's going on and the next objective was to find the rebel camps and destroy them but I don't really have anything to destroy them with. My only sense of military right now are turrets but it's in very early access but I got to the quote unquote end of what they have for early access right now in about 3 hours and I spent about 20 bucks with that $10 off coupon getting there. So a little bit bummed about that but it has promise. It's just it's definitely early access. Um Right. I played two other games, so I've had a lot of time to mess with stuff in between. Like I guess spend my lunch break ten minutes is eating and letting the dog out, and the other fifty minutes is me gaming. Yeah. Until it's I get why back not? to work. Yeah, why not? Um it's good stress relief. I've been playing uh, biggest disappointment right now is actually Chimera Squad, and I'll tell you why. Uh the new XCOM Ooh. Uh, Here's what's wrong. That game... Well, I've got three games. That game is still not patched, and it needs to patch badly. Here's what happens. Um, It either fails to start altogether. Um, It really doesn't like antivirus, so I figured that part out. Antivirus seems to block the fuck out of it. Um, Overstresses your CPU. It selects your CPU and not your GPU as its default graphics processor when it starts. Uh, What? So I had to force NVIDIA to set a manual setting to make it the default video driver for that game. Um, it randomly disappears equipment that you earned, and it randomly kicks you out of missions. And then when reinforcements come, it starts to kick you out. It was playing fine for my first run of getting through it, and then I failed, which is common in XCOM for me. Like, I'm just going to brute force it until I failed to figure out why I failed and then start over. Because that's how that game That franchise seems to work for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I failed, got through 10 hours of a campaign and failed. And I was like, well, that sucks, but it's okay. I know what mistakes I made, and well, I'll do better next time. Um, right now, I can't get past about three or four missions without the game fucking bugging out. Um and it's fixed bad. It's got a lot of cool core concepts and is the more, honestly, the superior tactic game and has the superior flow over Gears Tactics right now, but it fucking runs like a buggy-ass mess. And that's weird for Firaxis. I don't know what the fuck's going on with them, but they their dev team's not doing. It's not talking about it. And we're over a month, or about a month out at this point, and that game still runs like shit. So I'd be cautious with that game until they you see them get past a version one point zero. To that same note, I haven't pulled up. I pulled up Final Fantasy again the other day, and we're still on version 1.0. Um, pulled up where I was at in the city and looked at the LOD maps on the walls and on the LOD maps on the outside textures and said, this game still looks weird. I never got my, you know, friends of the show that are super fans of Final Fantasy that have already fucking beat it, but I just can't. I want a premium experience right now from that game, and that's one of those games where graphics always do matter to me to the most part, right? I have a set of expectations that have been set for a long time on this remake, I want to wait uh-huh. till they fix that fucking shit, right? right? Some of the fixes for this right now is walking really slowly for the world and hoping that the texture pops in. Um, yeah, I'm not I, playing I, the game that way. I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna fucking do a goddamn workaround in Final Fantasy to make it work. It should just work. Yeah, if it wasn't ready, I, I, fucking don't release it. God damn it, you guys are not famous for not doing this kind of shit. Yes, oh, it's I mean, getting at a lot of like nearly else. perfect scores on Metacritic. I, I get that. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> there's a lot of fucking cool shit about it. But this thing to me is pretty basic. It may be way more, less basic than I'm imagining, but it's a fairly core feature to a Final Fantasy franchise. A modern Final Fantasy franchise is looking good, and they've worked on this for years. Like, why why release it now with that?
2: Uh. I I have to have to be a little have to be the the tempering voice here. Uh, Look at the look at what's happening. Oh, I I mean, I know I, I, and I understand, I and I and I get it completely that uh, that the visual quality of the game should have you know been. You know, top one of the top priorities, right? Make sure it looks good because you you've got you, you've got a core base of fans that you're really selling this game to, and they want the absolute best out of it. I and mean, you, me, everybody else included. Um, but it doesn't surprise me one iota that it's still version 1.0. Um, considering- yeah, same thing
0: with Chimera Squad.
2: Yeah, considering the um, uh, amount of uh, issues that development teams are currently having right now with uh, with patching games, uh, just f- because the dev-, dev teams are working from home or they're working in an environment that's subpar, um, things are slowing down. Uh, you know, game releases. It's one of the reasons why I'm not looking forward to you know a lot of game releases this year outside of maybe cyberpunk um that it's, it's you're not really going to see a lot of updates to things like for instance final fantasy 14 normally has a you know like a 3 month patch cycle where they patch the game every 3 months um add new features, extra quests, yada, 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 right? So the um, the thing with the most recent uh, development talk, a dev letter, basically, uh, was it's still in the works, but it's going to be pushed out an extra month or two, uh, and we don't have a finalized date yet. I mean, if you got a team that constantly works on patches for an MMO that works on a three month cycle. And they've been able to hit those marks for years saying that it's going to take an extra month or two. I can only imagine what it's going to be like for games that don't have a set cycle. Uh, you know,
0: I've been so- the asshole on Twitter that has repeatedly asked they'll post more fanfare on the Final Fantasy 7 Twitter, and I was like, and how about that 1.01 patch to fix LED textures?
2: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt to let the developers know that that's one of the things that needs to be worked on, um, but it also, I, I would say just temper your expectations as to when that's going to happen.
0: Well, I will say the other thing is that at least Gears Tactics runs like a fucking dream. That is the most optimized, bug-free game I have played out of everything that I've played by leaps and bounds. The only problem I have with that is the weird difficulty spikes that it has. Um, and the gameplay is a little bit repetitive. The I actually think it needs more that sound weird if i could customize the soldiers just a little bit more and Mm -hmm. have more than like four percent or five percent boost to things when i'm earning loot it would feel a little bit more substantial so
2: maybe like uh would it be fun uh would it would you think that like mutators would be fun like special conditions uh, well they already, during...
0: they already do some of that so to earn additional loot boxes so to speak in the, the level because that's really what it is you you see chests that are lying around in the level and you go and open them as one of your actions mm-hmm. um, They usually as there's a risk reward with that they also say that if you beat this mission in 15 turns or less you'll get an additional epic item well the epic item doesn't fill that epic most of the time so, um,
2: so it just needs to be you know Touched up and adjusted. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that it's probably due to balance. I mean, if you uh, if if you end up giving you know super powerful things, you end up blowing through the game really quick. So no, you
0: definitely don't blow through the game. There's been a lot of times that I am scraping through by the skin of my teeth on those missions. Uh, it kind
2: of feels like that gears though.
0: Yeah, doesn't it, it? It does, but. I, mean, I don't know. I, I think the there's a little bit the, of a looseness to it that XCOM 2 didn't have. Like, as far as tactics games, in my mind, this is how it goes. The two best tactics games I've played in many years, XCOM 2 and Battletech. Those are my two favorite hands-down tactical games that I've played in the last five or six years. Yeah, and I can't even honestly think of anything off the top of my head that's n- even holds a candle to those two. Um, Gears I'm... Tactics is probably at about a number six right now. If Chimera Squad wasn't broken as shit, might um, could be like a. It's a little bit tighter than Gears. The ga- the missions take very little time in uh, oh. Chimera Squad. That's actually one of the things that's got going good for it because. If that game was running normally, you can blow through a mission in 10 or 15 minutes, which is a great lunch break game. Um, And then you go through and set up a few things for, you know, the next day, and then jump in again for another 10 or 15 minutes. Um, The Gears missions tend to take about 30 minutes to an hour apiece, sometimes less. Most of the time, if it's a main mission, though, it takes quite a while to get through that game, uh, through an individual mission. And this is because they're really stretched out. Um, And it, your accuracy is really fucking low unless you're really close, and that could just be the level of my characters. But um, it's still a pretty good experience. Like, if I had to start ranking things on a tilt cast scale, like, keep in mind some of the stuff in Planes Early Access. Um, Industries of Titan is at about a three right now, with the potential of being like a four and a half if they iron some stuff out. Surviving the aftermath's probably about a three seven five. If you want to go on a Metacritic scale, it's about a seventy five right now. It's a pretty decent city builder. It's just got a couple of weird hiccups right now, and it's still early access, but they're developing it pretty quick. Um, Final Fantasy for me right now is at about a seventy five until they fix some of this shit, because that's just pissing me off. It's just it wasn't ready. Uh, Gears is sitting. At about a four, I think. I think I might have just rated it, but I'm I'm sticking I think about a four. Wow. And Chimera would be like a four and a quarter if it wasn't broken. the the broken factor on it right now is putting it about a two and a half because it can't get through a fucking mission.
2: Yeah, it, it really does need to be fixed if it's if it's that broken. It that doesn't sound right at
0: all. Um seventy six is in a weird spot right now, but it's playable and fun. Um and a good grind game right now. Yeah,
2: I mean, but, but it's, like, it's, it's way
0: different than where it was a year and a half ago.
2: Yeah, it's your Final Fantasy fourteen. It's something that you can chew on for a long period of time.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. and I and I've shelved it again for a little bit, and I'll probably do it for a couple of weeks till Ren hits me up and says, "Hey, do you want to do things and stuff?" And be like, "Yeah, I need to earn me some gold bullion so I can upgrade my character, to do some more shit," but. Yeah. I I haven't hit the quote unquote end game for it yet. I just jump in some of the end game events to get extra cool loot.
2: Yeah. And I really haven't touched too much on end game for uh, you know for my game either. I mean, there's raiding, I guess. And uh, to to my credit, and probably to my detriment as far as my character progression path is concerned, I have not raided once on my character. I not once. I've unlocked a few, but I've not ever actually stepped foot in there. And uh, what I found out is uh, Square Enix actually expects people to raid. They, they expect it as part of the part and parcel for the game. To th- to that end, the next patch, when it comes out, whenever it comes out,
0: yeah, uh, is going valid. to
2: require People to at least do a set of 24 man raids to be able to progress in the story, which I understand because the raids are the, a story unto themselves. They have cutscenes and it explains characters and whatnot. Uh, but, uh, the idea that they're basically forcing people to read is it, it's kind of a controversial one because like me, I haven't raided once. So, and, and I kind of stayed away from that because of wow, because I was a hardcore raider in wow, but raids in this game are a little different. So
0: yeah, that's just the biggest reason I haven't jumped into wow is because I know it would consume me for too long.
2: Well, I mean, sure, you, you would, uh, y- yes, uh, it, it would be the, it'd be the same thing if I went back to, uh, to WoW, but Final Fantasy XIV is basically the same deal. Only with Final Fantasy XIV, I feel like I've got options. Like, I don't have to raid. I could craft. You know, and crafting in that game and playing the market and, you know, and doing the whole crafting game is a game all unto itself. And, you know, for a person years ago who shat all over, uh, pick and axe games, as I called them back then, um, I have gravitated more towards crafting in any game I play, you know, and, I can enjoy a good crafting system in a game, and Final Fantasy Fourteen has probably one of the best crafting systems I've ever seen in an m m o ever uh it is deep it's challenging, and it requires inventory management, which you know I'm good at so <laughs> uh you know so it's that has been one of the things that's kept me engaged you know quite a bit and I desperately needed a game that would keep me engaged for a long period of time. So, I mean, I cannot ever shit on you for playing, uh, uh, Fallout 76 because I know you like Fallout. That's cool. They've made some changes. That's cool. And it ultimately, the way that you're describing it. Uh, With the bullion and the extra, you know, the extra NPCs in the game and being able to actually build your character the way that you want to build it, you know, seems like they've worked out a lot of the kinks that they've, you know, that I was initially shitting on that game for, which is, you know, which is great direction that they go.
0: Yeah, I Um, thought there would be more to it with finding a NPC to, you know, live in your hut and hang out with you. Right now, all it's doing for me is it's a quest. So he's got his own... I've got two NPCs that I can, they can live with me. One of them had a Raider story quest that took about eh, five or six hours. Uh, quest line. And then I found a astronaut that I guess was in cryo that crashed on Earth during this whole thing. And then that astronaut has given me a whole nother set of quests that go along with all this stuff. So, um, I well, can continue to follow the astronaut quest and see what she gives, and then what will basically happen is I'll get a bunch of radiant quests for some loot at the very end of it, which is what happened with my raider. And so the raider has a bar that I set up. It's just a little counter, essentially, that's got his name on it. And the astronaut's got like a control panel that I put in my base, and then she gives me quests. Um, and I just she wanders around my base. Uh, That's cool. I mean, yeah, they don't go with me most of the time. Now, parts of the story though, they do work with you on the story quest. So the Raider guy came with me on a few missions that I did. Um, Same thing with some of the overseer quests, the stuff that had to do with the new story. Um, I had NPCs that were with me in different instance areas, so to speak. So right now, It'll say, like, you'll be at the Virginia Capitol building, and the Virginia Capitol building will say 30-plus area. And when you go in there, it's got a very limited amount of people or no extra people at all, depending on what kind of store you're doing. Um, like, I was doing one in the Capitol building, and it said 30-plus, right? And at that point, it was like 45. But I was trying to get my ID set up so that I could join the enclave, my military ID, and so I was looking around for old mail to get myself an address, and I was taking pictures of myself, and then I was going through DMV bullshit with these two robots that kept saying, take a number and go stand in the corner. And then that the loudspeaker would kick on, and it would attract ghouls, and I'd have to fight off waves of ghouls. And, of course, it set the ghouls at my level, um, and they just don't give a fuck. So, like, I was <laughs> fighting for my life against waves of ghouls every time they'd start announcing stuff. <laughs> uh, over the fucking light loudspeakers. Um, and it kept sending me out like... It it was maddening in a DMV kind of way, and I th- it was very on purpose. It's like, go find mail. So it sends me out to the area or immediately around the Capitol Wasteland to look for a mailbox. And in one of the mailbox, I found mail, and then went right back to it. And then I had to get my picture taken, but then I didn't have the right ID card, so I had to go looking for another ID card. Then I had to get a government seal to override my generic ID, so I had to go upstairs in this building, fight my way through all sorts of, like, legendary status enemies um, to go find this stupid seal, and then like, you just kept going and say, oh, you're at the end of the queue, please go recue yourself and you punch in CQ and then it would say C1, please come forward, right? And oh, then no. you'd do that for, like, ten waves because he kept calling the fucking C's until he gets to you By the time you get up there, there's always something else that you got to go do, and like it's intentionally maddening, but kind of funny at the same time. Um, And I got (laughs) a lot of fucking XP out of it because I was killing a lot of legendary and a lot of legendary loot. And the nice thing is, I mean, it's you know you've got so much weight you can carry, so it does encourage you to turn in these legendary items if it's not something you're going to use to get legendary currency that you can use at a trader to get random stuff. So, yeah. I mean that. It My only real issue right now, like- is that the the vendors only have so much currency within a certain time frame. So once you spend like twelve hundred caps, um, you've got to wait several hours before they have caps again. Uh, yeah. So then it becomes less important for you to pick stuff up, and then you craft it and then bulk it so that you can save the space, and then you end up selling the bulked crap that you have later and then you're you know they're out of money again so like i unintentionally farm all the time and i still don't drop everything i'm still pretty bad about that so i get to a point where i'm just dropping like 45 ammo all over the world map because i don't need 2000 rounds of 45 ammo when it only i only use like 100 an hour anyways i digress we've gone on about this shit for a while we really need to take a break
2: Yes, yes. Let's go ahead and take a
0: break. We'll be back. I had a can.
2: You got a can. Oh my gosh!
0: Uh, oh we're my back. gosh! We're back. It's more gross water. It's the oh. the Aldi Lacroix water.
2: <laughs> the gross water. I like oh. my gross water.
0: It's tangerine. <laughs> That's what flavor oh. it is.
2: Tangerine. It's like.
0: It's like the flavors three rooms away.
2: <laughs> it's 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 like they 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 canned. Carbonated water that uh, has been run over an orange peel or a tangerine, yeah, peel. something
0: like that. <laughs> um, so, I actually have a really big story because yeah. it's like seven years in the making. Um, the final version of Terraria came out today. Oh boy! The p- change log on this thing's like ten pages long. Oh. Um, so if you're curious, go through the change log and look at all the new features that they added to Terraria. However, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to be playing Terraria in the next week. In fact, I'm actually wanting to play that after the show. Um, and I may sink an unreasonable amount of hours into Terraria. But that game's always fucking cheap. It's on Game Pass. It's on Steam for probably like 10 bucks. Um, if you've never played Terraria, it is a weird Metro digging game. Metroid, Ishvania. It's not really Metroidvania because, well, I guess it kind of is. Like you get new pickaxes, which unlock different levels of the level. But then you craft and find all sorts of crazy ass loot to make you more powerful. And then you got to summon bosses and create your own staged arena to fight the bosses. Um. But yeah, final version of Terraria is done. Um, wow. As of today. That's actually the update I've been looking forward to, and it was a total surprise. I just randomly opened Steam today and was like, "Oh, five sixteen Terraria day." This is uh, that's what I've been waiting for for months before I jumped back into Terraria. So I installed it right before we started the show. I don't know why I waited till then because it was like a twelve second install. But anyways, Ugh. I put it on, put it, you know, reinstalled it, ready to go. Um, I'm ready for Terraria after this show is over. So. Anyways, top that news.
2: Well, I I can't
0: uh because <laughs> Terraria.
2: I, I mean i I have played through. I don't think I beat Terraria. I think I got close. There was some of the bosses that I couldn't summon or I couldn't deal with solo. Um, or I wasn't set up for it. But yeah. there is. I'm I'm looking through the the video for. Uh, they're calling it Terraria Journeys End.
0: Yeah, that's and, the name uh, of the update.
2: Yeah, so the stuff that they've added since I played it, which I mean, admittedly was a while ago, uh, looks very interesting. The it's one of the the games that kind of broke me into doing the pick and axe games, of uh, you know, as I called them. Uh, the crafting games because it's it seems it seems basic like on a Minecraft level uh, only side uh and it's really deep actually there's a lot of different you know different types of items and things that you can craft and of course the different weapons that you can use uh, having a good set of gear will get you a long fucking ways in that game. Uh, which to me is laser beams and a good ax or a good sword for close range.
0: Yeah. Or or summoning minions to do all the work for you.
2: Or you could do that. I mean, if you wanted to play that game, but, uh, for me, it was more like, uh,
0: the yogos, the yogos are unreasonably powerful.
2: Yeah. The, uh, yeah, you know, for, for me, it was getting some form of, uh, of laser weapon, something that, you know, can go across the screen. Uh, and then, uh, uh, and then having a big fucking sword that I could use for, uh, close range engagements. Cause you'll get swarmed in that game.
0: Yeah. I'm super looking forward to playing that right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It looks, it looks pretty fucking good. It looks pretty good. Um, I don't know if I could get into it again, honestly. You know, there's it; it requires a little bit of getting into
0: for me. Uh, but I'll end up getting started tonight, and then well, and then diving in tomorrow, probably. Yeah,
2: there's no way that you're gonna, you know, that's a multi-game session. I think. I, uh, what what do I, what do I have on?
0: Well, I guess about, I only
2: have 21 hours. I've got about 85 in, hours in it but uh in uh, in those 21 hours, I, w- I was able to get fairly far, so it's not entirely a short game, but it can be. you know you know you can do there's people who put thousands of hours into this game, so
0: yeah my my DM has put like 600 hours into that game.
2: I'm looking at some of the fucking reviews and somebody you know some of them the top review is four thousand six hundred and ninety three hours into the fucking game
0: that's because you can that's because the game loop lets you continue to get stuff and unlock stuff right Um, what else you guys got news I've got I've got things and stuff too Uh,
2: I I, the thing that I was working on when we were on break was uh, well I, I was uninstalling doom eternal (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so there has been an update to Doom Eternal that uh, introduces the Denovo anti-cheat software, which technically is constituted as a rootkit. Uh, and Denovo's controversial at the best of times, right? It usually you know, causes
0: things to run worse, doesn't it?
2: It's uh, it's CPU yeah. intensive. Uh, it's, it's very CPU intensive. So when it goes to, you know, to, uh, to unencrypt the, you know, the game files, uh, it will go through a, a, a very CPU intensive, uh, process. And if it has to unencrypt files on the fly, it can slow your game down. Uh, so it depends on how it's implemented in the game and how it's optimized. Um, but the, the, the issue that we. You can see, you can from your PC nice. Hey, Jason. There's oh, a mute button, I'm not on muted. You button. Yeah. Yeah. Dumbass. Anyway, um, but the, uh, with uh, with the the Denovo anti cheat being added in afterwards, it's not something that you normally see. You normally see Denovo shipped with the game at launch, and then removed later because they thought it was well, you know, it either negatively in fact impacted performance or you know a number of different reasons why they would remove it later. And normally it's, it's to prevent the game from being cracked like day one, right? You know, to prevent losses from piracy, essentially. Uh, and, and the anti-cheat part of it, uh, is to get people to not hack, you know, the multiplayer version of the game. Adding it in later is kind of ass backwards, honestly. Yeah, uh, usually they you know, use
0: the anti-cheat to, Basically, fend off the first month's sales so they can get the sales they need.
2: Right, and and the, in this case, it's added in afterwards. And the way that they, had, if if I remember correctly, I believe Doom Eternal shipped uh, with the full version of the game, like hidden away in the files. Like you could play the full version of the game uh, without. Having, I mean, it was already hacked by the way that it was sent out. Uh, so people could pull the game files from the Bethesda launcher downloader, and you know, you didn't have to have that. You'd still have to bypass the login because Doom Eternal does have a login feature where you have to log into the Bethesda account. That's weird. Uh, uh, which is something that I hated personally. I don't like the integration, but uh, I I don't like the Bethesda launcher at all. Uh, I I only dealt with it because well, I couldn't refund it after I activated the key, and I wanted to play the game. But I beat the game. I technically still own it, but I don't need to have it on my computer. So I deleted it. I uninstalled that shit, and uh, I I won't have fucking Bethesda rooting around with a rootkit on my fucking system. I don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've gotten a lot better about uninstalling stuff, so that I don't have a terabyte of games just sitting on my PC for no reason.
2: Yeah, I'm looking at my at my control panel right now for you know for games that are installed, and I've got things like Destiny Two and Warframe and things like that these are games that I'll probably never play again, you know? Uh,
0: well, speaking say, of random shit, yeah. Um, Epic basically released, and I don't, Jason, am I still in your story? Maybe it doesn't matter. No, you're good. Um, Epic released Grand Theft Auto 5 as one of their free games, and it fucking took the store down. I was actually trying to play Surviving the Aftermath, and had to use a workaround so I could play the game. So, basically, I didn't know what was going on. I just, you know, they released new games, usually like Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. And it was they believe it was Wednesday. They released Grand Theft Auto V, and it was listed as a mystery game. And they're doing that again for next week, which leads me to believe it's another big game. Um, But because it was Grand Theft Auto V, millions of people, I'm assuming, logged on to download that game, and it broke the fucking store. Like, you, the launcher was broken. I couldn't see my library of games. I couldn't log in. I changed my password three times to the point of using a string of curse words to create my password, which is what it is right now, because it kept saying, you can't use any of the last five passwords. And I just started cursing. I was like, wait, that could be a password. So turned a string of curse words into a password. um, And then I found out I still couldn't log in. So then I just looked at something that somebody posted about Fortnite. And I'm on my lunch break just trying to goof off for a few minutes. And I saw, oh, you can... It still let you just click the EXEs and play it that way. So I just found my folder and clicked on the EXE and just started playing the game. But it was super fucking annoying because I didn't know what was going on. And then I just saw on Twitter, like, "We appreciate your patience due to the overwhelming demand for Grand Theft Auto V. We're experiencing difficulties with our store." <laughs>
2: so yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I'm assuming people were creating accounts that didn't have accounts that they could get that game for free. Um. You know, pretty solid ass game. I just I've played it twice. I just I grabbed it too to put on my backlog because I don't have it on PC um, to play it later. You know,
2: I'm actually trying to log into the Epic Store right now just to see what uh, what the deal is, and uh, I'm getting a uh, a spinning wheel. So
1: (laughs) I literally just grabbed it just so I have it on PC. I mean, I played it on Xbox, but
2: I mean, yeah. I don't to, think that I'm going to have, uh, I don't, I don't have a, a drive to play it again. Um, but a drive. It's, uh, Bad puns. It, but it is, it is an, uh, it's nice. It is a good game and it is nice to actually have, you know, a, available in the backlog if I ever feel like I want to. Right. Um,
1: and speaking of free stuff uh for those of you who haven't purchased and bought it yet uh Red Dead Redemption 2's now on Game Pass also
0: oh there's that too yeah, it's on PC Game Pass as well along with yep. uh I don't know if I said it on here and if it was just on break but uh Mech Warrior 5 Mercenary or not Mercenaries the one that's the basically the first person shooter um is also uh-huh. on Game Pass right now
2: Well, shit. There's, there's quite a few games. You know, Red Dead Redemption 2 is probably another thing that I need to download. I mean, you haven't played it yet, Rusty. Come on. I own it. I just haven't gotten past the tutorial.
0: <laughs> Man, that's fucking sad. <laughs> hey, one real big thing that kind of came out. With Fallout 76 finally doing a little bit better, um, they released a roadmap for what they're doing this year. So they're doing Seasons, which is their big deal, and they're going to be doing... You get, like, Seasonal XP that you unlock Vanity Rewards with, but this summer they're unlocking Legendary Perks, so now that when you're high-level you get additional perk cards that you can use for being super high-level instead of just rebuilding out your loadout. Um, The ability to just do public teams, which I don't know what that looks like, but I guess they're rebuilding the matchmaking. Because right now, you basically have to message the person. It's really set up for a solo experience with, you know, people you actually know. Um, I guess they're doing some new legendary boss events, and then they're going to have some additional weekly events. This this fall, they're doing the Brotherhood of Steel storyline which you're going to add into the game. And then they're supposed to be adding some different ways for low-level characters to play with high-level characters. Um, and then in the winter, they're going to expand on the Brotherhood of Steel storyline and then set up loadouts for your perks. So here's where that comes into play. When I'm crafting, I select a certain set of cards. You know, So I've got one that helps me create more ammo, another one that my luck perks that randomly doubles whatever I created, Um, and then I load uh, one for fast travel, cost expense reduction, and one for bartering, Um, but there's no loadout, so I go in there and manually change the cards real quick. I know what I'm looking for, so it takes me about 10 seconds to change everything out, but having a card loadout would actually make that easier if there was a quick select option or a favorites option where I could switch between two loadouts. Here's my crafting loadout versus my Fighting loadout, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I guess they're supposed to, they're setting up the goal is instanced camps, so, which is interesting. And then some new mission types, I suppose, aside from the new Brotherhood storyline that they're going to expand on. Anyways, God, it looks I like wish... they're finally in a spot where it's doing better.
2: God, I wish they would do something with that. I mean, instance camps means basically you're. Is that your your player housing? Yeah.
0: so Your house? Yeah, right now the way that it works is anybody can come in while I'm in my camp. Now, I don't really care. They can't really do anything. Um, There's a box you can tick called pacifist mode, which basically means players can't damage my shit. Um, I can't damage them by accident and accidentally start a fight. Right. Um, So all that usually happens occasionally is I'll be – I go to – you get a 5% XP bonus if you sleep in a bed. And you get a action point bonus if you play an instrument. So I've got a guitar sitting next to my bed. I play the guitar, and that's an hour buff. And the 5% XP buff from sleeping that takes like a minute, I do. So I have both of those things. And I have a little setup on the top where all my crafting stations are that's lined with sleeping bags and instruments, because I know people do the same things. So occasionally I'll come upstairs and there's a dude sleeping in the sleeping bag or had just been playing guitar or is over there using my brewing station making, you know, different beers or whatever for extra buffs. But I guess that would mean that when I go into my house, nobody else goes into my house.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a thing that I wish that was uh, was implemented in other games. Uh, mm-hmm. most notably Final Fantasy fourteen. The housing in Final Fantasy Fourteen is a fucking nightmare.
0: Yeah um, I tend to move my you get free fast travel to your camp. So I usually place it strategically on the map and it costs a few caps to relocate and it gradually increases. So like right now. Okay. So for instance, I'm a higher level character, like level 68 and I've got about 5,800 caps right now, which I don't need it for much except for plans that I'm buying from vendors. Um, But uh, my relocate camp cost on like my 50th, relocate right now is at about 52 caps, can very easily afford it. So to me, I pay that once, use that for multiple game sessions until I move to a different area of the map that I'm going to start doing things on. And it just gives me a quick halfway point or, you know, so I can reduce my cost. Also, there's things that I need there, right? I can scrap everything. I can remake or repair things or make new things or whatever at my base on top of going to get my XP bonus and all that other shit.
2: Yeah, it's, it is, it would be, it's kind of nice to have the option to, you know, to do the instance, you know, instance, anything really, uh, having your place that you can fucking like, you know, work on and not have to deal with other people, you know, just camping out in your shit.
0: Yeah, the other thing, I, I think the other project I got going on with that game is I want to build a vertical base. So I'm thinking about going to one of the, you know, like high-power power lines have the really big power line towers. Oh. Um, I've seen some really cool builds where people build platforms around those things to make that part of their base. And I think that's kind of like my next big project is making one of those where I've got a. A series of walkways encircling one of those things, and make basically making a treehouse,
2: yeah, a metal treehouse. I yeah. was about to say, yeah, that sounds fucking cool. Yeah. So yeah,
0: well, when you a- move
2: that around,
0: well, then it that wouldn't work very well. I can you can kind of select what you want to set as a blueprint. So like I had a base that was in the middle of a dry river or dry lake bed where I found a patch of water to set my water purifier in and I built my base around it. Um, I set the water purifier as its own blueprint and then the base, it's separate blueprint. Um, it still was too big for the weird ravine that I put my base in right now. So I ended up scrapping it and rebuilding it. And that's like a whole nother 30 minute to an hour process. That's just, I actually enjoy doing it. So I don't mind storing all my shit and all my walls and floors and everything else. And then just starting from scratch again and then remaking my base. Yeah. I just tend to always build around a water source so that I don't have to rely on the purified water to be my water source.
2: All right. Just kind of, you know, kind of wish that the uh, uh, player housing was uh, a little more accessible in my MMO, is all. (laughs) It's a a whole other thing that I could. Yeah, I've this rant is about, so super modular,
0: overall. so, I mean, you basically can s- not scrap it, but basically just get all the individual tile sets into a little, you know, into a stored category, and then go through and remake your base however you want. Yeah.
2: And, that, and you can do something fairly similar in Final Fantasy XIV, but you have to have the plot to be able to do it, because there's like housing developments and subdivisions and shit like that, but, but you have to buy a plot and then you can build whatever you want in it. It's just...
0: The the issue you run into in 76 is sometimes you'll load in and it'll say that somebody else is using your space. Yeah. Right? So, But it
2: just auto-packs it up, though, right? It so,
0: auto-packs it up, and then you can redeploy, or you can server hop again. Sometimes I'll just let it, you know, let them have the space so I don't have a redeploy fee. Ah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. uh I don't got much else, Jason. did you have any final thoughts or anything you came across?
1: Nope, nothing else that I could find that was really newsworthy.
0: All right, yeah. well, do we want to end this show so we can get a little bit of game before you go to work and before I go to bed and before Jason does whatever Jason does?
1: Jason's <laughs> gonna pass out, so find <laughs> us at tiltcast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channel YouTube.com slash Tiltcast. Search for us on Spotify and iTunes. Rate us and review us there.
0: Hey, find some friends of the show. We've got Cabbage, KBG. That is Trent. You've also got Pupcast. You've got NoQuarters.net. You've got BMFCast.com. And you've got TVGP.TV. They also place them in the most. And with that, it's the end of the damn show.
2: All right. Peace.